Hey everybody, this is the Gloves Are Off Sports Broadcast. Uh, I'm here with my broadcast colleague, Jim Bruno, who is fighting the man flu to be with us here tonight. Tonight we're going to be talking about Super Bowl. What a game that was. Holy hell. We'll be talking a little bit about the Eagles. On the UFC side of things, we'll be talking about the breaking news with Cyborg Justino and George St. Pierre. We'll be talking about this just past UFC 208 with Jermaine Naranda winning the featherweight title. We'll be talking a little bit about UFC 209. On the flyer side of things, we'll be talking about the new D-heavy scheme and everything that's going wrong with that. And on the WWE side, we'll be going over the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view that had just passed and previewing the fast lane card coming up. All right, Jim, what do you got for me for that Super Bowl? Holy hell, what a game. I believe last time we were together, we uh, talked about it, and I said, you want to see greatness, don't you? Yeah. Well, you absolutely, positively saw greatness. You did. I mean, that Tom Brady, you can't say enough. It wasn't, here's my question for you, was it all Brady, or was it that the, the Falcons just no, rested think, on their laurels? Uh, I, I think what you ran into, and it's funny because if you listen to last year, the one thing I had said was, against anybody else, the Falcons are in good shape. Uh-huh. But those young kids against a team that's been there so many times, yep. you could run into a bad situation there. And what happened was it looked like Atlanta got that big lead. They were up by 25. Was it 28 to 3 in the third quarter? Yeah. yeah. And decided to get comfortable, got yeah. knocked back on their heels, and couldn't recover. Got into a prevent defense. And you know yeah. that prevents is prevents the win. Prevents wins, yeah. They just couldn't recover. And I don't know if it was just Brady. I mean, I think Edelman had a hand in there to win there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, he sure did. That's got to that, be one, that catch. It's got to be one of the best catches in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's the David Tyree catch, but better. Yeah, it's it, even better. Right. These guys write their own stories. <laughs> no kidding, man. Here's the thing about the Patriots. They did it again. They broke some, like, 30 records doing it. Yeah. <laughs> just in the game alone. Literally, in that game alone, there was 30 records. Just as a standalone game, yeah. yeah. Here's the question I have thinking. Can they get another before Brady's gone? Oh, I absolutely believe they can. Will they? Absolutely. Can they get two more? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how I mean, long can they keep this up? Been doing it for 15 years. Right. But that's what I mean. I mean Brady's 40 now. Yeah, it'll be 40, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's getting towards the end. He wants wants to play five more years. His old lady, old Giselle, uh, wanted him to retire after that. And he said, (laughs) this is what I do. You know what I mean? Right. It's like tough luck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was just incredible. Um, And here's the other thing. The last two two, uh, Patriots Super Bowl wins, one Atlanta and and, uh, Seattle. Right. Pretty much had games handed to them. By the other team's offensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that that last second, uh, yeah, uh, last possession before the overtime for the Falcons. Why do you not just run the ball? Take some time off the clock and kick a forty-yard field goal. Well, and I mean, you're up by eleven. At that Freeman point. got hurt. 
Okay, they have, another, point. They, have, they have another running but, back. Yeah, you could quarterback sneak it and kill Glock. Exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not, you know. Quarterback is hurt, but you don't need him anymore that year. If, yeah. you, do right. <laughs> if you do it right. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was a comedy, of, and, and especially when uh, it was a Goskowski mm-hmm. missed the extra point. Yeah. It was, it like, was funny. <laughs> they were just had a stat on the screen right before that. They were talking about, about how, you know, he never misses extra points and all that stuff. Right. The old, the old fucking jinx. Then he turns into Captain Hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Not only that, but I mean, like, when he missed that extra point, it was like, wow, they're really not going to be able to do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's true. Just, it's just not their night. Yep. And then they turn around and not only make the comeback, but convert two two-point conversions in the process. In, the, in a row. In and, a row. And then they, <laughs> they made it look easy. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, we had these plays in our back pocket the whole time. And then they get to overtime and decide, you know... Belichick interference. Gets, it was a pass interference. Sure. Of course, that helps to be put at the one yard line. But I mean, Belichick gets on the sideline. They're on the sidelines right before overtime. And yeah. Belichick's like, man, I don't think we can make it look any easier. And Brady's, oh, hold my beer. Yeah. Going to overtime. <laughs> you know, in that overtime period, there was no third downs. No? No. <laughs> Every play was first or second down. Wow. It just marched. Atlanta got knocked back on their heels, and they just couldn't recover. For a quarter and a half, they got knocked on their heels in it. Yeah, as soon as they got punched in the mouth, they were finished. Exactly. They just That's could not take these it. finesse teams. But I hate to call them a finesse team because of the running attack they've had all year. And that's the thing I don't get with a lot of these coaches. You get into a big game situation, not even so much the Super Bowl. Like Andy Reid was notorious for this. What gets you to the game is what you do well. Right. So keep doing it. Yeah. Like Andy Reid would stop running the ball. Yeah. And that would happen four or five times throughout the season. There would be a game, you know, where just you know we're not gonna we're not gonna fucking pass or we're not gonna run the ball. Westbrook could get a hundred yards by halftime and then exactly. three carries in the second. Exactly, you're like, oh, that's working too good. Yeah. You know, it'll really shock them if we don't run the ball. Well, he got his hundred. He's good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right? Oh man. So what can you say about that Super Bowl? It, like I said, greatest of all time, Tom Brady. It may be one of the best football games I've ever seen. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, didn't I mean, know for, it. For, for everything that was on the line, yeah. Yeah, and what bothers me about it, what really got me after the game, was, I mean, you go on Facebook, you know, I go on Facebook on our Facebook page that the gloves are off, you go on Twitter at the gloves are off PC, you go on these pages and make cheap plugs like that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. that was the old Mick Foley cheap eat. Yeah, um, cheap pop. Right. So, and everybody's furious that the Patriots won. Yeah. Ah, it's fixed. That's not the other. First off, no. Nah. <laughs> the sheer coordination that it would take to fix a football game like that yeah, is right. insurmountably difficult. Exactly. Not only that, but I don't get why people are mad. They just got to witness history. People Sports are mad history. for haters. People are naturally haters. That's what it is, dude. Sport. And if the Patriots make the Super Bowl again, I'm rooting for them because I want to see history made. I want to be alive for sports history. Again? Again. I mean... Is that's what five for him, right? Solidify. I think if he gets another ring, he has more than a the Steelers. Nah, the Steelers. Steelers have six or seven. So another one, six. Yeah. So he he could conceivably yeah. win more Super Bowls than the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise, which they're the number one. They're a they're, storied franchise. Yeah. There, yeah. They're the number one in the league. Um, either that, or he should get his sixth ring and make some sort of a fuck you infinity gauntlet. Yeah, out right. of them. Wrist <laughs> <laughs> there. Right. Yeah. Just make them a uh, one big. Uh, remember the rappers used to have cross, basically a pair of brass knuckles. Well, I'll do something else. But yeah, it, it was Some cool. Knuckle dusters, right? Yeah. Brady, what do you think your detractors? Kiss the rings, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. That reminds me of the old hockey one. It was uh, Jeremy Roenick and Patrick Waugh. They're going at each other back and forth. Roenick was a great player who never won a cup. 
Really? Yeah. That's Dan Marino, huh? Yeah, he's the Dan Marino hockey. Except he cried a lot. He was great when he was here. Ronick, he was fun. Yeah. But he couldn't get it done. But you were jabbering back and forth with a wow, and he said something. He said something a while. Get him, and they're doing a media conference with Wah after a game or something. Yeah. And they asked him how he felt about what Ronick said, and he goes, "Oh, I can't hear what Ronick says. I've got my two Stanley Cup rings plugging my ears." <laughs> <laughs> and how many does he have after that? In and the it front was, yeah, and it was just like, oh, game. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. This thing's over. Speak actually speaking of stuff since we're on football right now. Uh, sure. Stuff I heard today there this week. <laughs> things uh, I've heard. Things I heard this week. Um this one's just uh, it, you know what I, I I told you earlier I didn't have anything to really talk about today, but kinda do. Steve Young. Did you get did you hear the comments he made? No. Basically he said he does zero show prep. He doesn't watch the football games, even when he's like announcing for them. Um all this stuff. The only reason I'm still involved in football is because I I run a hedge fund and my clients think it's cool that I'm you know I'm doing football stuff. I'm the next football player. He's like, I don't like the game. I've never liked the game. Fucking wow, dude! Is is that like all the brain beating that he's taken? So basically, yeah. Steve Young prepares for shows much like we do. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> we we make just a little bit less than Steve Young, so I guess it's okay. Yeah, but we drink a little less beer too. I don't know um, if he doesn't drink beer. Like, no, not but yeah, yeah, his brain's fucking mangled. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you can't really take anything that he says seriously because he had something like twenty concussions. Yeah, well, I mean, the fact that he's saying he's not even preparing for these games, he doesn't even watch. He like not preparing for the show makes sense to me because I mean, the guy knows football. But here's the thing: he's saying. That he hasn't even watched the game when he comes back to do the the halftime. Yeah, he didn't even see the game. Didn't have to. What do you mean he didn't have to? I mean, you, you, yeah, you I guess kind of have, have to. I mean, yeah. you got to look at the scoreboard. Okay, I get that. And, you know, right. You ask yeah. the guy next to you what happened, or let them talk, and then basically, right. well, he's like, yeah, oh man, you know, so and so is having a great game. Give it a box score. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's uh, all he's doing. <laughs> so I heard that, and that was you know that was surprising, shocking, and kind of a little bit disappointing. That sounds I mean, a lot like Steve Young's career. Yeah, well, he has a ring. He has a ring. Okay, but, I mean, what else do you want? He has a ring as a uh, as Steve a Garoppolo's got more rings than Steve Young. I was going to say that, and I saw a meme that, hey, he's got, as many rings. That. he's got as many rings as Doug Peterson. He's Congratulations. Got as, he's got as many rings as Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> Peyton's got two. And so does Garoppolo. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so does Eli. Yeah, but Eli won him the old-fashioned way, right? Is he like done? Nah. Not Boy, he sucked last year. But he'll come back next year and he'll be in the playoffs. Yeah, he does that, do that's that. His, that's his deal. Yeah. They have glimpses this year, too. He yeah. had games every now and again where it was like, whoa. Shit. Yeah. The one thing he like can do well, but we know, is beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. This is true. This is true. He's, he only wanted to fucking do it. He's Tom Brady's kryptonite. Yeah, right? But, I mean, great story. Eric Rowe <clears throat> gets a ring. Nah. Nah. Fantastic. What do you got on the Eagles for us before we move on here? Oh, holy crap. Where do we even begin? All right, so they uh, officially released. Who did they release? McKelvin. Thank God. Yeah, we we may have touched on this last time. I don't recall. I um, wish you'd taken me up on my offer to drive me to the airport. Yeah. <laughs> I don't drive, so yeah, I would just let you call Uber for him. I'd have been willing to carry him on my back, get him the fuck out. So another interesting thing is that a couple of starting left tackles, one only thirty-two years old, <laughs> one only. Uh, hear me out here. We talked about this earlier today. We did. One a little bit up there in age have gotten released. These are guys that are still serviceable players. Just weren't, how, how would you say it? Um, 
weren't living up to their contracts, but still pretty good players. They're still and they're still at this point, they're still NFL starting left tackles. So Jim and I were discussing this and, and basically I said the stupid thing would be to drop Peters, pick up one of these guys on the cheap and, and go on like that. After giving it some thought, I think what it really does is makes Peters taking a pay cut make more sense. Yeah, and here's the thing. Because you have that threat to him now. All right, you're not going to make $11 million this year. No. We're going to cut you back to seven. Yeah. And now you have, you have two other guys that are out in the market. They're going to play for seven or less. Mm-hmm. So he still gets to make a pretty decent salary. We still save some money. It's a win-win. Now, if worse came to worse, you could. If you had to cut him, you could. First off, who's now? Brandon Alberts? Brandon Albert and, and Mario uh, Williams. He's not a left tackle, dude. Those are the two guys Miami cut. Yeah, but then Al- Albert's the, the left Albert's tackle. Albert's the target here. No, no. And then there's another guy that the Ryan Clady, the Jets are not picking yeah. up his option. Right. Who's a, a young guy, actually. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's like maybe upper 20s. Just I think he also got a ring with Brady at some point. <laughs> he may have, I don't know. He may um, have. Half the league's got rings thanks to Tom Brady. Yeah, right. But my point being, uh, Deion Lewis. <laughs> my point being, the writing is going to be on the wall for Peters. He's got to understand that I'm on the back end of a non-guaranteed contract. Like he's into the part where he has no guaranteed money. You know, maybe the solution is all right. I have. I think he's got like two or three years left on this deal, believe it or not. Okay. At that big eleven million dollars or yeah. plus figure. So the solution may be all right. I have. I don't know, uh, thirty million dollars left in uh, or left in money on the yeah contract. yeah maybe extend it out and say ten twelve million dollars that is actually guaranteed yeah whatever it is okay however they work contracts just to just to be able to split that money up over a couple of years because you you want to keep the guy I mean I do want to keep the guy um but at the same time I'm in the camp that maybe cutting him a year early is better than a year late Peters Peters. And here's the thing, and this all started, by the way, because the news broke out that the Eagles had asked Peters to take a pay cut. Mm-hmm. They asked him, not told him he's going to or he's leaving. They asked him. Well, that's normally the way it becomes. Do it. Why would you ask him? ask him unless you want that money? If he doesn't take it, you get rid of him. Well, here's the thing. Maybe they're looking at their roster, working out the dollars and cents. Although, how do you make sense of this roster, is anybody's guess? <laughs> so you look at it, you try to figure out the dollars, and you go, you know what? Maybe we can hang on to this guy if Peters takes this $4 million pay cut. But if he says no, then we'll just cut the guy. Maybe so, it's... How bad do we really need to trade Kendricks? Do we need to? He's eating up... Well, he's, if Peters doesn't take a pay cut, we might. <laughs> well, no, we need to get rid of him anyway, because he's not playing. Is the, yeah. I mean, like, I guess technically in a 4-3 defense, you have three, uh, three linebackers starting. Yeah. That's the way that would work out. However, like... Something ridiculous, like seventy percent of the time they're in a nickel where he's not even on the field. Yeah, but I mean, he's not even the guy they want on the field when he is on the field. Yeah, maybe Kendricks isn't the right example. (laughs) But you see what I'm, you see where I'm going with that. Yeah, I mean, I think really what you need to do right now is you need to be freeing up money for free agency. I know you want to cut everybody. We've been over that, and and there's a reason for that because I think you can get better play out of guys and pay them less. (sighs) Yeah, that that makes no sense. Why is that? First off, getting these guys on the Chiefs not necessarily going to be easy. Like, okay, give Here's me an example. Thing. The guy I want to cut, the guy that I said... Well, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's, let me finish my thread okay. here. You were talking about bringing in Brandon Alberts on the Chiefs. Yeah. Only if we can get him on the Chiefs. 
Okay. Now, we don't need him. Nope. But if we can get him on the cheap, great. Yep. Are you telling me there's no teams in the NFL that need a left tackle? No, there are teams that need a left tackle. That are willing to pay him more than we will. That's possible. Then we're not going to get him. Okay. That's <laughs> the, here's the thing. Like, Conversation you keep, over. <laughs> you keep saying to me about like how Jason, for instance, Jason Peters. We right now we're paying two guys left tackle money because that's your premier position on the line. Okay. Left tackle. Who's getting the other money? Lane Johnson. Okay. Lane Johnson's good. I think he's about ten million dollars. And he can't play on the right. He plays on the right. Okay. But the idea was that we paid him, we gave him the extension. Was he was in the slide over to the left? He's your left tackle of the future. I mean, the best laid plans of mice and men, but no, he's still going to be your left tackle. Sure. Whether it's this year or next year, in the future, the future's now. No, it's not. What? What is? Like, why would you... The presence now. Here's my question, though. Like, if you know he's going to be your left tackle, we, we, it's etched in stone. That's what's going to happen. He is your left tackle. Yeah, he's, he's the guy going forward. You're not making the Super Bowl next year. No. Okay? So why are you keeping Peter? I'm surprised if you make the Pro Bowl next year. <laughs> no, no, no. Why, maybe, why are you keeping Peter? Why, you keep why not? Why? Because of the money. Um, why? Exactly. Because he's mean, probably the best player on the team right now. I wouldn't even argue that. He's the best lineman. I wouldn't even argue that, Jim. Who's better? I'm not arguing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't even argue that. I'm just so used to you arguing with me. <laughs> but my point being, you're keeping a, you're keeping a guy in a position that we really we have somebody else to play that position. He's an old guy. He's not going to be here for the long term. He's now inhibiting you from getting to say an Alshon Jeffrey. That is part of your future. You yeah. need somebody for Carson Wentz. And I'm not just saying necessarily Alshon Jeffrey. I'm saying. Let's say we can dump that money into a wide receiver, that eleven million dollars. Which now you're starting to talk about Alshon Jeffrey money, uh, or so Kenny Still. Kenny Stills is a better idea because he's cheaper. I don't want to dump that much money into a receiver. I'm not really wild about the idea either, because if he's a bust, you're fucked. Yeah, I mean that he is, you know. But anybody that you sign, I mean, you can sign, you know, the best quarterback. If he's a, as we fucking know. Right. You sign him and he's a bust, you're fucked. What's time? Exactly. Asamoah? Asamoah. Byron Maxwell? Byron Maxwell? Yep. I, I don't want to say that Asante Samuel was a bust, though. I don't uh, think he was. Although he did crush his nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying that. I looked it up. Yeah, he crushed his nuts. Torn huh? scrotum. Ouch. Ouch. The last story he scrotum. That's, That's what it was. Shit. Yeah. You got, you got, what you, I'm saying, you got though, a the long and the short of this is we need money. If you got a guy that can play Peter's position already, and, and Lane Johnson has filled in for him before. We need money. Let's sign someone. Uh-huh. <laughs> we need money to sign someone. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's it, they're, they're got, There are guys out there this year that are young enough, and yeah, they're going to cost you some money, but they're, but they're going to be players for you for a long time to come. Right. That's the kind of guy you want. I mean, I, I just, it's like, as far as the wide receiver thing, I'd be real careful about my contracts there. Because, you know, why? fool me once. Who fooled you? Aguilar. He was out of the, he was out of the draft. Uh, We've drafted a bunch of shitty receivers. Well, yeah, we haven't drafted well in ages. I mean, we, did get at. we did get Macklin, we did get Jackson. So, okay. But how many Billy McMullins, how many... Uh, Nelson Aguilar's. Billy McMullen. How many Freddie Mitchells? How many Todd Pinkston's? Exactly. That's Todd. Oh, I kind of have a soft spot for that. What we need is a Fred Barnett type guy. No, exactly. And I think that uh, I think what you're doing is if you don't go out and spend some serious money and get some serious players for Wentz, you're now stunting him. And you have yeah. to keep in mind, 
you're in the cheap, and I'm doing my air quotes right now, the cheap part, and they, actually it's the truth, you're in the cheap, cheap part of Carson Wentz's career. You control him for five or six years. Not only that, but he's still developing, so you don't have to worry so much about wasting his prime, because yeah. he ain't there yet. But if you don't have guys to help bring him along, it takes longer, and yeah. you might stunt him. Yeah, no, you're you're stunting it. If you don't get some uh, talent around him, you're stunting him. Yeah. Ideally, what I'd like to see, and it's probably a pipe dream, but a Kenny Stills, and uh, I'm with you on Kenny Stills and Alshon. I don't know about Alshon. I, I mean, I've been banging that drum seriously since October of last year before the trade deadline. Uh, when they said we were actually interested in him. Was that before or after he failed his test? That was before. Yeah. Yeah. It's a red flag. I know it's not as big a deal as I want to make it out to be, but it's a red flag nonetheless. It is. I mean, you know, it's one of those things. Speaking of red flags and getting popped for, uh... PEDs. PEDs. We're going to move on to the UFC here. I have some breaking news on Cyborg Justino. Oh, yeah? The USADA has granted her a retroactive therapeutic use exemption. She is free and clear. No shit. Yep. So, a therapeutic use exemption. Huh. What the fuck is that? It's, you get an exemption because you need it for medication purposes. Okay. You're not doping. You're not. Uh, and what she took was diuretics. Yeah. And she said she had a prescription. She needed them to recover from the problems she was having after that big weight cut. Yeah. And all the paperwork went to USADA, and they said, you know what? Good to go. No shit. Okay. Yeah, she could fight tomorrow if you want. No suspension, no fines. She's good. She's so, ready to roll. Deronda may need hand surgery. <laughs> so she can't fight tomorrow. She can't fight tomorrow. <laughs> she can fight tomorrow, but she can't fight for the title. Yeah. Uh, like an interim title or something? The brand new title? Let's make an interim one. No, they don't have four fighters. <laughs> Deronda <laughs> may home and, and, yeah. and Cyborg. That's it. Maybe Ronda will come back and uh, jump in that division. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I hope not. But yeah, UFC 208 saw uh, that Holly Holm loss yeah, to yeah. Randomay. Randomay became the new featherweight champion, the first featherweight champion. Still a bad situation for the UFC. You can see it already. It's like we just said, there's absolutely no depth in that division yeah. at all. There's going to be like the old WWE it was uh, like, Divas division. The match ended, and it was like, okay. And then there was controversy in that fight. We'll get to that in a second. It ended, and it was like, okay, well, I guess the Randomay fight's Cyborg now. Well, no, Cyborg's getting suspended. So she fights home? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Who's left? Yeah. What, so there's literally three fighters in the division? Yeah. They're going to have to have some people come up. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're going to need people to come up. You're going to have to get them from Invicta. You're going to have to ask 135ers to fight 10 pounds heavier. Holy which hell. sucks. Yeah. Um, but it's if they say, you ask them. It's like the Peter's pay cut. You ask them and see what they say. I guess... I mean, a lot of these people are cutting a huge amount of weight to get down to 135. Maybe now you don't Not have to really cut so much weight. Not really on the female side. Nah. No. Well, I mean, what's her name? Uh, Cyborg was. Just, I mean, yeah, Cyborg was cutting down from 180. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man. But, yeah. Derandomay defeated home, became the new champion. Not without controversy. At the end of rounds two and three, after the bell, she hit her. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was right after, and they're actually saying the end of the second round was on the buzzer. Okay. And the third round. The third round was definitely after. Now, here's the thing. After both infractions, she was warned by the referee. Okay. How do you not take a point there? I don't know. <laughs> if they take a point, the fight was a draw. Oh. Yeah. I guess you figured that one out pretty right. quick. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it was like, man, they, and, you know, and they probably should have taken the way I feel is these warnings only work if you take a point next. Yeah. Because well, yeah, you get one I forget warning, who then... said it was, but he's like, man, every fight I'm in, I'm going to grab the fence once. I'm going to kick him in the nuts once. I'm going to hit him after the bell once. Yeah. And I'm going to gouge him in the eyes once. Because I'm just going to get a warning for each one. Yep. There's got to be some sort of thing. And on the subject of uh, USADA, the anti-doping agency, by the way, they've increased the uh, testing pool period before you can come back for six months. Okay. To really sort of weed these guys out. Yeah. Uh, also, Anderson Silva got his first win that night. Is since 2012. Holy shit. Yeah, it's, uh, t- yeah, 2012. Good lord. Uh, he beat Stefan Bonner, and then he lost to Weedman. He lost to Weedman. He went to a new contest with Nick Diaz because they both failed their drug test afterwards. <laughs> uh, Silver for Dick Pills, Diaz for Pot. Oh, there's a shock. Uh, Dick well, the Dick Pills was a bit of a shock, yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then he, uh, he lost to... Cormier, we watched the UFC too. Yeah, he lost the Bisping in there too. Holy crap! Yeah, who's who of uh, losses there? Huh? But he he beat Bronson by decision, probably. <laughs> probably it was one of them fights. Yeah, that's probably right. It was one of those things where if they said Bronson's name instead, you wouldn't have been upset. Yeah, but go Silva. And he's 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 like I'm not done. You guys are crazy. Uh. No, the other thing I got here for that real quick is that Ian McCall was supposed to fight. He was supposed to fight on that card or the next card. And this guy, this poor schmuck. Remember we were talking, he had three fights in a row, canceled on fight week? Yeah. Again. What? So he got four sick. In a row? Yeah, four in a row now. What's his problem? He got sick during a weight cut. Ugh. Yeah, this time it was him. Oh, okay. Well, but he also had his opponent switched in the Bills Up. Oh, really? So, I mean, <laughs> you gotta feel for this guy. Yeah, no this dude is a living embodiment of Murphy's Law. <laughs> Nice. But coming up, we got UFC 209, big card. First off, we got the co-main event, Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Tony Ferguson for the Aram lightweight title. I say put the real title on these guys. Connor's not going to defend his title. Exactly. Hey, what a bum. <laughs> He's not going to defend it. Who are you kidding? Well, what, what, what division does uh, Mayweather call you? Moneyweight. <laughs> Moneyweight. <laughs> nice. Nice. No, I, he can go anywhere from uh, one of... 40 to 160, I think. Okay. But Mayweather's not going to fight Connor either. All right. They asked him about it because it, it broke Tuesday that it had been a done deal. It broke yeah. a lot. His son in the United Kingdom broke the story. Done deal. They made their agreements and everything else. And Flynn was like, what the hell are you doing? Not only have I not agreed to this fight, I'm not even close to agreeing to any fight. I'm <laughs> happily retired. Yeah. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think Floyd's at the point where he's done with this. But how old is he? He's 40. 40. Yeah. At least. What's his name? Uh, Ron Hopkins still going at 52. Yeah. No, he's not going anymore. He's retired they, now, that, too. They did retire after that. Right, he got tea kettle on the floor. Yeah, that's right. Screamed that he was pushed. <laughs> and he was by a punch in the face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God damn. What a terrible thing for Bernard. You know, that's... that's it's such a great that's career. That's kind of the way the fighters have to go. No, you know they I mean? don't. They, that, for them to get it through their head, that's kind of why... You I, could go like Lennox Lewis. They just walk out of the ring. Where you could get away with a win because Klitschko had a hole in his face that you could see his, his skull... Eye, his eyeball, yeah. You could see his skull throw. Yeah. And go, you know what? That guy almost beat me. I'm done. Yeah. Just, that guy over there, he almost beat me. In fact, it used to be the old George St. Pierre method, but... 
<laughs> St. Pierre's back. There he is. New contract with the UFC. How many fights is it, you know? Or? Uh, it, it, it's either fights or length, I'm not sure. Okay. But done deal, he's back. He says he can fight anywhere from lightweight to middleweight. All right. Put him in there with Connor. St. Pierre doesn't have a belt. and Don't throw it at lightweight so Connor doesn't have to defend it, and it might happen. Yeah, right. Uh, but the other fight on the UFC 2 and I is going to be real, real interesting. Is Tyron Woodley defending against Wonderboy Thompson? Boy. Wonder. The fight that almost wasn't a draw, but then wasn't a draw. <laughs> it was. Nobody knew what the hell it was. But why not dial that fight back? That was a good oh, you fight. You have to. I mean, I, I was definitely in the thrall of a couple of adult beverages during yeah. it. But it was a good fight. I've watched it again since then. I watch it sober, man. Sure. Yeah, Rashad right. Evans is making his middleweight debut that night. Okay. Uh, finally got medical clearance for whatever was ailing him. And uh, Alistair Overeem's going to fight Mark Hunt, who's actively in a lawsuit with the UFC. Yeah. So are they just putting him in the ring hoping he gets killed? or Maybe. Yeah. Putting him against Overeem's yeah. a good idea. <laughs> if that's that's what you want. Yeah. He's Dutch and he's crazy. And uh, on the Bellator side of things, wrap up uh, MMA real quick. Uh, Matt Mitrione, former Minnesota Viking. Okay. Big meathead. Had a decent career in the UFC, wanted more money, didn't want to give it to him. Because, right. I mean, he had a decent career, but, he, you know, he wasn't anywhere near a title fight at any point. Right. And any time he got close, he went to sleep. <laughs> they bring him into Bellator, and he's going to fight Fedor Emelianenko. Who once famously went on a 41 fight winning streak. Oh. Generally considered to be the best mixed martial artist of all time. Uh, okay. And is terribly, terribly old. Yeah. Um, he did 42 fight winning streak. Seven years. Beating guys like Josh Barnett, Mirko Krokop, Alistair Overeem, Kevin Randleman. You bring him. Kevin Randleman actually suplexed him onto the top of his head. And he rolled through, got him in a Kimura, and tapped him Holy within 30 shit. seconds. Yeah. Because <laughs> he knew that they were going to stop the fight because he was and tussed. They went Fedor Milianenko's a Russian robot. He's not, yeah. he's not a human being. And then he went to uh, Strike Force or Elite XC, I'm not sure. And which Elite XC was like the little brother of Strike Force for a few months, I think it was. <laughs> the and little brother. They tried to do. This was the company that tried to do Kimbo versus Shamrock first. Okay. And Shamrock bailed out last minute. Said he hit his head, cut himself, couldn't go. So they had to get light heavyweight. Oh, what was the dude's name? Seth something. Rollins? No. <laughs> I keep thinking Seth the Kaczynski, but that's not it either. But anyway, they get this guy. He's got pink hair. He's, you know, whatever. And they go, hey, you want to fight Kimbo? Uh, sure. Why not? Knocks out Kimbo in under a minute. <laughs> Boom, dropped him. Not only did your whole company star just shatter all over the ground, but then he comes out after the fight and he goes, yeah, you know, I, I could have wrestled into the ground, this and that, but we talked to the promoters beforehand and they said, throw a little extra money my way if I kept things standing. And yeah, and the whole company just wow. collapsed around it. Yeah, I would imagine they would. Yeah, that was about this guy's career. Uh, let's we go all the right to the UFC. Did he? Mm. <laughs> well, he got Good for him. It's like it's uh, a big dance, right? Yeah. But then Fedor, the first time, you know, I went with my buddy Joe, and I'm like, you got to see this dude fight. This Fedor is a machine. He's not a human being. And he's a dumpy-looking Russian dude. <laughs> like, he's not even, in, like, if you saw him in the bar, you, you wouldn't <laughs> would have a problem starting with him. Like, right. Yeah, he's just some dumpy-looking Russian dude. But, I mean, he said it best. He goes, the way I fight is I remember back to poorer times. 
when we couldn't put food on our plates and we had nothing to eat. And I see that man across from the cage from me, and he's trying to take the food off of my plate now. I cannot let that happen. <laughs> and he's rushing. Maybe he's going to kill the guy. You know? <laughs> I will not stop until you stop breathing. Um, and the first fight I got, I show Joe. Of course, he loses. <laughs> Tapped one. out by uh, Fabrizio Verdun. Okay. And then they have the heavyweight tournament in Strike Force, and he gets just absolutely browbeat by Antonio Silva. And then he fought Dan Henderson and got knocked out. Wow. And it was like, dude. So he retired. He quote unquote retired. So he retired to get his ass beat. Went off to Japan and started beating the shit out of people again. Yeah, Japan saves a lot of careers, both in MMA and WWE. Sure. And wrestling. Because why not? Yeah. Most recently beat Fabricio Maldonado. He was also the last UFC victim of Rampage Jackson. Okay. He was fighting soon on his last fight in his Bellator contract. Uh, Maybe he can continue his UFC comeback. Maybe. He had the one fight, and then Bellator roped him back in because he was under contract. (laughs) Yeah, contracts (laughs) normally will rope you back in. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's pretty much where we're at with uh, MMA. But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Fedor, good defense, good offense. And speaking of defense, let's talk some flyers. Oh, boy. They decided to implement this new scheme where they're going to go D-heavy, limit shots, which works in one of two ways. You limit shots, and great, good. There's a problem with that immediately. It limits your own shots. <laughs> well, no, it didn't limit their own shots. It just can't put it in the net. Um, the focus isn't on the offense, so the shots you're not making are quality shots. And not only that, but for goaltenders, especially a guy like Mason, they want to see some shots to start things out. Yeah. They want to get loose. They want to get a feel for the game. And you can talk about they should be doing that in warm-ups. But you've been playing with these guys for years. You've sort of worked out their intricacies and their, you know, what they're probably going to do in certain situations. And it makes it a whole lot easier to stop them. They're easier to predict. Um, you gotta, you, you're only letting in 13, 14 shots a game. You're going to let in some bad goals because goalie can't get loose. You yeah, spend large swaths of time just standing there watching the game. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, and that's a problem. Uh the so other thing is it breaks down. The Flyers' defense isn't good enough for a D-heavy scheme. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we saw it last night with Neuvert. Now, he's another one that also needs Neuvert shots against him. Goals. Uh, not usually. I mean, he actually... I no, said that when he was playing the yeah, off injury. He so likes he, a couple. Yeah. But he's, he had been thriving in the D-heavy situation. He'd been keeping us in games where we couldn't score, but it all fell apart last night. And everybody's entitled to a big game here and there. But they got the trade deadline coming up. Mason's been garbage. Mason's been absolute garbage for the past month. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what's been going on with the team. It's He's not had a good season. No, nah, which really sucks for him because as you reminded yeah. me a thousand fucking times, he's a free agent. He's not only a free agent, but you get the expansion draft. Yeah, well, well no, it's, we might, we might lose time. Jeff. We might. Oh, no. I mean, hey, hey, it depends on who you, yeah. The other thing is, and you saw it last night, is not an everyday guy. Yep. He's a very, very good backup. Mm-hmm. He's not a starter. So it sounds to me like the Flyers are looking for a goalie in their offseason. No, they got Stollers. Well, it sounds to me like the Flyers are looking for a goalie in the offseason. What's wrong with Stollers? I don't have anything personal wrong with him, but he's going to go with your normal stuff. Oh, he hasn't been tried out. He's a backup. Well, you got to keep one of these guys. Well, yeah, I'm assuming you would keep whoever. But you, you, you mentor in Stollers at that point. I'm not worried about the goalie situation going forward like that. Because you do got stars, you got Carter Hart down there. Mm-hmm. You're you're good at goalie, but how you doing on that defense? Yeah, you, you, uh, you, you still got prospects to beat the band waiting to come in. Yeah, they're not ready, but they're close. Well, they're not close enough. Yeah, 
We don't want to bring him in too soon. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying you should. Not everybody's Ivan Provorov. What a fucking gem that dude's been all year. Well, you've heard that. That's what he is. You know yeah, I mean? but... He's at, he's at, as advertised, which is good. I mean, that's what they need. How often does that happen in the NHL? Not often. Or any sport, for that matter. We were talking with somebody last night, and they were talking about how, like, these kids need to be ready now. I don't want to hear about this rebuild. Look at guys like Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid. They come in at the 18, and they're great. Like, you do realize you just named probably the two best players in the league right now. And... These are phenomenal exceptions. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus, this is not the rule. Exactly. How many players like that come out in the past 10 years? You'd say maybe 50? Yep. Out of how many players enter the league every year? Exactly. Over 10 years? And there's an interesting thing that I kind of heard on the way home from work. Uh, the guys on the Fanatic were talking this afternoon. Right. And the one of them is Mr. Flyer. Mr. Flyer. Yeah, it'd be Jason Martinez. Um, I'm actually, assuming there's no Mrs. Flyer. No, there is. Oh, God bless her. Yeah, yeah. But um, he said he's so pissed off at this point. He's willing to trade if he gets something back, you know, something good. Willing to trade G. Willing to trade Voracek. They were even talking about trading Simmons. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, people That's think that's in anger. Yeah, but I, I think, I think it might be time to to bust them up. No. Yep. First off, what are you trading Drew for? What the hell is wrong with you? Cap it. <laughs> Simmons is only like 3.4 against the game. Simmons is cheap. And he's the most productive out of it. Like, I heard some just astounding numbers, Jim. Drew, minus 20. Uh, right, but I've got a counter for that stat. Okay. Jonathan Taze, Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Patrice Bergeron. All top all top centers in the league. Mm-hmm. All captains in our team. Mm-hmm. All having a down year. A down year, okay. But are they minus 20? Probably close. All right. Morris Alexander check. Ovechkin, Morris two years check. ago, was minus 82 at the end of the season. Dude, I would fucking cut him. It's the defense behind him letting up it. too many goals. I get it. It's what not him. You can only score so many goals as one player. Yeah, but how many goals did he have that year that he was minus 82? You know what I mean? Over 50. Yeah, so obviously he wasn't the problem. No. You think Drew's going to finish with 50 this year? No, but he'll uh, probably, probably finish close to 30 or 40. Really? Yeah. What's he at now? Uh, 20? 20. Around that? Okay. And He's the second in the team. He's right behind Wayne. Right behind Wayne. Okay. How's Voracek doing? Voracek's, uh, you know, he's better than last year. He's improving. <laughs> Voracek's, yeah. They gave him a big deal and he hasn't done shit. We can just say it. Yeah. That's he's not had a good. He's not had a good first season on that contract. But Or last season either. Last season wasn't on that contract. <laughs> Which is even worse because they gave him the big contract. I, th- I think he was on that contract, yeah, actually. Was. Yeah, I think he that was, was the contract year. But so, uh, he had a big contract year, and that's how you do it. Yeah, if you're gonna shit the bed, just right. You know, no, I mean the year before that contract yeah. is up, that's when you light things up. Yep, yep, yeah. How often do you see that? But again, you're putting everything on one line. You can't do that. I just think maybe they need to spread the talent around the lines. They, I, the lines have been fluid all season. Yeah, maybe you need to get some continuity. I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I don't I'm either. Spitballing here. I'm, I'm not to ready. Something I'm, out. I'm not ready to ship a hackstall out to the sunset either, though. Yeah, I. I I think I mentioned you that I saw an article where they were saying his seat is starting to warm up. Right, and that's what Maybe I said. And what I said the other day, what I'm saying now is yeah. a lot of people seem to forget a game. And I keep saying this. It seems every show I say this. This team's in the middle of a rebuild. Yeah. This is a team that wasn't really expected to win much this year. Well, that's good. Cause they're, they're and people are furious because we're not going to win the cup. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. That's not a letdown from the team. That's idiocy for the fan base. Yeah. 
I can, you know what? What happened is you got a 10 game win streak. That's what happened. Being an Eagles fan, I can tell you. Those first three wins, that's what you got. Right. It's, it's just the same thing. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, 8 and 8, 7 and 9, 6 and 10, whatever. Win those three games, and it was 13 and 3, and it was 14 and 2. Right. And, yeah. You know, you're on the NFC Championship game. I'm like, uh, no. Right. And even then, I was saying, not with McKelvin as your starting quarterback. No. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Otis. I wonder if he'll find work, but uh, not only that, speaking of Wade Simmons, by the way, how interesting was this? Against San Jose last week, he got his first career overtime winner. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I can't believe he had to have one before that. Yeah, the guy is a special player. stunning. Especially in a three-on-three situation the past couple of years. Um, Trade deadline's coming up. Do you make a move? You have to. You can't. No. What you're willing to give up, nobody wants. And what everybody wants, you're not willing to give up. So you're not, you don't want to give up the prospects, obviously. Obviously. Now, see, it's so different hearing that uh, with the, the Hextall mentality. Yeah. Because for the last, shit, 30-something years, it's been, you know, trade the young guys. Yeah, to trade get, everybody. Trade the young guys to get the to get the old fucking yeah. aging veteran that's going right. to, you know, hopefully play one good year for <laughs> you. And that was the... that was Make the push. Yeah, for, for Snyder. I mean, Paul Holmgren was the kick in a rental player. Yeah. Uh, and except he, he did, towards the end, he, he, he signed a rental player and signed him to a six-year, $120 million contract. Yeah, it was Pronger. <laughs> Pro, it was Pronger. It was LeCavier. It was, oh, God, I mean, Christ, it was Andrew McDonald. It was Mark Strait. Guys that are still on the team. Andrew Bynum. Ilya Vergalov. <laughs> Andrew Bynum. <laughs> Andrew Bynum signed a contract with the team he had no intentions of playing for. Yeah, was it the Flyers or the Sixers? I don't remember. He had about as much chance as playing for either one. Yeah, right? <laughs> Andrew Bynum just straight came into town and stole money. God damn. But, I mean, Hexfall, he's, he's running the slow play here. That's what he did now. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. That's what he did in LA. It worked. Yeah. I mean, all we're going to need to do And LA didn't have near the talent that we have right now. No. They didn't have near the base to build around. Well, until we started trading them out there, no. You know who LA's captain is right now? Who? Anzi Kopitar. Okay. On a down year. <laughs> Everybody's on a down year right now. <laughs> Leave the captain alone. He's trying. You don't have much around him. Yeah. Well, can't we trade him? Like, Giroux and... No, Bill trade Jack. the shit around him. <laughs> Keep well, the good player. Well, trade this shit we'll around. Trade Voracek and uh, Drew out there. Flyers West will get another cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. We'll do it as a favor to him. Yeah. Holy shit! Is that what we did last time? Put him on the fast lane. Speaking of fast lane. Speaking of fast lane, let's go into the WWE real quick. Before we get to fast lane, though, let's recap the elimination chamber here because <laughs> God, what a show! Yeah, I, I was gonna watch it. It was a show that hemmed and hauled. And it's just dragged. Uh, Naomi won the SmackDown Women's title. Alrighty. Good for her. Yeah, fucking that cool, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought when that debut had, when Brodus Clay came out there with the two girls, yep. that one of the girls would be the only one that, to have a successful career? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Brodus Clay, what a shame. Well, I was she went on to do uh, Total Divas, didn't she? She was on. Naomi, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, okay. She She's the one that debuted, though. So. Yeah. The other one was the one that said that, like, Melina versus Alicia Fox or something was the best match she ever saw. Yeah. When she was on top of it. And Steve Austin almost punched her. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was like, you're joking, right? <laughs> no, I, no, say you're joking. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to say you're joking. Um, they had the new Elimination Chamber structure, which was more squared off. Okay. 
There was a little, there was gym mat padding between the pods on the outside, so it wasn't just metal. Which, when I first saw it, was like, ah, it pussified it. Yeah. But then I had realized, and as soon as it started happening, it gave you the opportunity to run more spots on it, too. Okay. To do more stuff with it, because it's not chain mesh, <clears throat> where you're going to shatter your yeah, shoulder blades if you take too hard a bump. <laughs> and everybody took John Cena did a flying crossbody off the top of a pod. John you. Cena does not have to do a flying crossbody off the top of anything. No. Wish he would, Bless though. him if he didn't. I know you don't like the character and you don't like the way he's booked, but he's working, dude. Oh yeah, he's working. The guy works. AJ I mean, Styles, a guy, a guy like him, and he said it. He has Ric Flair's respect, so I shouldn't give him more respect. But I don't think I want to. AJ Styles said this week that when he came into the company, he was we wanted to see, but he has no doubt that John Cena is the best wrestler he's ever worked with in his life. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's a force the work he does in the ring, outside of the ring, and all that. Man. That dude is this generation's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Except a better worker. Yeah, well, it didn't take much. Better worker. No. But it does take I much hated to be Hogan a better just, it, just for the record, I did hate Hogan just as much. Here's the thing, though. It does take a pretty good worker to outwork John Cena. Yeah. As much as you hate the way it's booked, when was the last time you saw a technically bad John Cena match? Technically? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. And it's just, it's not there. It's been years. And they almost fired him before Stephanie McMahon caught him rapping in the back of the bus and said, that wasn't freestyle. Yeah. She freestyle on a can of tuna she was holding. Yep. And that's how he uh, kept his job. Yeah, I, I actually did hear that. I don't know where. Good for him. Yeah, well, why not? Unfortunately, he's not going to WrestleMania as the champion. Not fortunately. But he had a new chamber, at higher rooms. Yeah. Great. And he's not going to the, to, to um, WrestleMania as the champion because Bray Wyatt won that Elimination Chamber match. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Good for him. Interesting, interesting. Didn't we it's interesting. this ball? Yeah, we did. We did. We did. Yeah. Fist bump. There it is. I hope I don't get sick. Um, oh, yeah, you're, you're doomed now, dude. Yeah. I'm in an enclosed room with you for an hour. Yeah. I'm doomed anyway. It got more interesting when the fact that you look at the fact that he pinned cleanly John Cena and AJ Styles in pretty, that match. Pretty strong accomplishment. Now, Not only that. Do you think it's been a slow build with, with Bray? Yeah, I think it's been picking the right moment. Yeah, I agree with that. He came up at a time when there was a lot going on at the top. Mm-hmm. And then people would eventually, people would also come in that would shoot right to the top. Yep. And it made it tough because he had to work his way in. Yeah. He needed the right spot. The brand extension helps that. Exactly. Um, yeah, put them on SmackDown. Not only that, but when it was decided that Wyatt was going to win this match, AJ Styles, same interview, said that John Cena insisted on putting him over clean. Really? Not only in that match, but in the match next, the, a few days later on SmackDown. Wow. Insisted on putting them over clean. And they said, why? And they said, why? He deserves it. And it's going to shoot him in the moon. Exactly. Exactly. He's the future, and I'm not. I, I now think, and I, I've been saying this for. And Cena's giving back, too, and that's awesome. They need to, uh, with Wyatt, I think they need to make the Wyatt family better. Bigger. They no, need. you can't. You run the risk. You get rid of Orton out of it. You know that's that's coming along, but apparently not at WrestleMania. Is it, though? Apparently not at WrestleMania. Randy Orton has refused his WrestleMania title shot. There will be a battle royal this Tuesday to determine the new number one contender. So far, there is one announced entry. Who's that? AJ Styles. Okay. Huh. I don't know where they're going to go with this, and I love that. I have no idea how this plays out. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's that time of year again. We talk it's, about this every year. Oh, they're trying again. Yeah, and, and then from you know April not, to about July, they stop trying. I'm starting to realize it's not the third. Oh, they're trying again. It's not that. It's that 
Oh, now I see why they did that. Nah, you're giving them way too much credit. I'm not. So it's still booking on the fly, if you ask me. Is it? I, this, this is a little booking on the fly. There's a lot. I think, honestly, I think from like after WrestleMania until about July, it is booking on the fly. By the way, Orton wrestled Luke Harper at the Elimination pay-per-view. Uh, and holy shit, did Harper look good. Luke Harper? Luke Harper. Did he get hurt? No. Uh, I mean, the dude's a hell of a worker. And now that oh, he's working... Oh, I'm thinking of that always gets hurt. Yeah. yeah he's at, and now yeah. that he's working... Who's, by the way, due back. Yeah. What do you um, Put him with Harper at WrestleMania. There you go. Against each other? Yeah. Okay. Bring Rowan back into the Wyatt family. Put him back at three. Yeah. Uh, those two hash it out. The only problem is, it, as good as Harper is, I don't... I, I think Rowan's kind of a waste. Really? Yeah. yeah. Could be. So here's... Like you you, you said about... Uh, it's absolutely captivating. Though. Watch that dude lately. Holy shit. Uh, we'll have to check out the, the whole pay-per-view, it sounds like. Yeah. But um, interesting about the uh, the Battle Royal that you were talking about. For, right. For uh, Randy Orton's spot. How do they get him involved in it? Who? Orton. I bet you somehow he's in a, he's in that Battle Royal. Maybe. We'll find out Tuesday. <coughs> Won't have a long wait. Does uh, Daniel Bryan say, oh, no, 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 you need to be in the Battle Royal. You know, it's, you know it's funny? I heard someone say to me when I was talking about this. They go... Oh, that's stupid. They're going to determine the WrestleMania contender with the Battle Royal? Yeah. They do that every year. It's called the Royal Rumble. Yep. <laughs> that's always been the way. Oh, wow. Except when McMahon won it. Yeah. Okay. But next pay-per-view coming up, WWE Fastlane. This one's got some fun matches on it. You've got uh, Neville defending against uh, Jack Gallagher, who's kind of funny. Yeah, he's kind of, yeah. It's kind of funny. I mean, I imagine it would wear thin really quick, but it's kind of funny. But, I mean, it's someone for Neville to fight. I'm in. Yep. Wait until Tajiri builds up, and then I'll watch that. I'll watch the hell out of Neville versus Tajiri. Yeah, that'd be pretty Holy good. shit. You got Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman, which is a, yeah. a wasteful blow-off, but because you got to move Reigns off. You know, uh, you know who Reigns reminds me of? Randy Savage? No. John Cena. I hate them both. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't like faces. Yeah. That's what it is. You got Chris Jericho versus Sami Zayn for the U.S. title. That could be a good match. Especially finally... since Jericho's got no back. Him and Owen split. Yeah. yeah. You think uh, Owen's maybe jumping. it's time to get, get a title on Zane? Because he's over. He's over. He's always been over, though. But the thing of, the thing of it is, Sammy Zane. <laughs> Poor Sammy. I love him to death. I like Sammy Zane. He blocked me on Twitter. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Okay. That's a little weird. Yeah? I don't know. Like Maybe I got drunk and said something that he took wrong. I don't know. Yeah, probably. That tagged him in it. I don't. I have yeah. no idea. But Sami Zayn blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> hey, we're all famous in our own certain ways. Right? right, yeah. But um, he's he's very, very good at working from underneath. Chasing the title type of guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and yeah it's funny. Uh, when Cena first came around, they said the same thing about him. Yeah. He was, he was better chasing the title than actually having the title. Turns out they were right. 16 times, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, you know, I, I I hated Cena for a long time. But now that he's starting to give back, I'm kind of okay with him. Yeah, I, I guess I respect him. Like I said, you know, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It's hard not to. Yeah. You can't deny it. I think his biggest mentor might have been The Undertaker. Sure. The Undertaker's all business like that. Undertaker's so yeah. all business. The Undertaker's yeah. been putting people over, too. Yep. Except the rest of Put over Goldberg <laughs> in the Rumble. Yeah. Who, by the way, has got himself a title shot at Fastlane. Yeah, I mean, you've been in three matches in 12 years. I guess you're doing a title shot, right? That's ridiculous. He hasn't been in three matches. <laughs> He's been in one match at a Battle Royal. <laughs> oh, my God. Excuse me. But the way it worked out was he came out for one reason or another. 
He came out to accept Lesnar's challenge for WrestleMania. Yeah. So that's happening. And Owens and Jericho happen to be in the ring. Yep. And Owens said something to Goldberg. Goldberg said something. Jericho said something to Goldberg. Goldberg challenged Owens. Pissed Jericho off enough to where Jericho accepted the match on Owens' behalf. Yeah, I did see that, dude. I did see that. And then they did the the the, the festival of friendship on this Monday, mm-hmm. and they had you know Jericho had all these ridiculous gifts for Owens and this that and the other thing. He had a magician friendship, the clown, <laughs> and he had you know the big Tron and everything else and this art like, that he bought uh, the seven thousand dollar art. This is your life for the big. Yeah, clown. I was just gonna say the and then something. Owens was like, you know, I didn't expect all this. This is amazing though. I mean, I got you a gift too, but I don't. I almost don't want to give it to you now because it, it's so much less. But I'm just going to give it to you, whatever. And he gives him the box. And he opens it up. Oh, this is perfect. It's a new list. (laughs) Now the old list is getting beaten up, but he takes it out. You can see on the back, and it says the list up, and then it's got KO. Kevin Owens' initials. (laughs) And he goes, why is my name on this list? And then Owens jumped him, and he beat the shit out of him. He gave him the powerbomb against the apron. Brought him in a ring, put him through the Geratron, a la Marty Jannetty. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, Goldberg's probably going to win the strap. Yeah, we kind of called that one quite a while ago, didn't we? The only problem I have with it is he's got to do it definitively. He's, he's got to run through Owens. Yeah. He's got to. He can't bump for Owens because he didn't bump for Lesnar. Yeah, but you don't make it very Especially, it, it could have worked out. You piss on Owens' whole reign, even worse than they did anyway. It could have worked out if you kept Jericho on him for another couple of weeks. Because you could have right. had Jericho just run distraction, which is, it's Goldberg 2 on 1. Then you can start bumping. Yep. But that's not what you did. And now you have to live with it. So going back real quick to, uh, God, Reigns versus Strowman. As much as, you know, you're down on Reigns, you got to be high on Strowman. Oh, yeah. Boy, is it really... Not only that, but the rate of improvement's incredible. Yeah, you you had mentioned something about that. At this point last year, we thought it was absurd and insulting that he would face The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yep. And they actually pulled the match. This year I'd watch it. Yeah. Shit, I'd watch that. He's still greener than grass. Yeah. But, God, he, he's booked right? Yeah, exactly. I wonder who's booking him. You know who else is getting booked real well? It's Baron Corbin right now. Yep. Holy yeah. hell. He went in an elimination chamber match and destroyed everyone. Really? He came in, beat the hell out of this dude, beat the hell out of that dude, hit the end of days on, on Styles, hit the end of days on Ambrose, hit the end of days on Cena, just laid everybody out, and then the Mrs. Pod went off. It was the last pod. And it was hilarious because the door, like, the, the refs pull the door open because yeah. they're sliding side doors now. Okay. So they don't get stuck. Yeah, that's a good idea. And, and so they don't go off on their own like Henry did last year. <laughs> and um, the door opens and Miz is like, no, I'm, I'm not getting out now. <laughs> and Cor- everybody else is laying out. So Corbin's like, dude, come on, let's go. And Miz is like, I, and he like, starts to inch his way out. I don't want to do this. <laughs> and it was funny because they played up the fact that Miz was one of the few people in the match. That had actually been in an elimination yep. chamber match before, and so that's why he had the fear of the match, and he looked terrified the entire time. <laughs> um, the Miz has been so good lately. Yeah, he really has. But believe it or not, I, but I don't, I don't think Maurice has lived up to what she's supposed to be doing for him. It's funny because she was supposed to be brought in to elevate the Miz, yeah. and he has elevated since she's been brought in, yeah. but it has nothing to do with her. Yeah, it's his work. <laughs> his work right. yeah. She's um, horrible, dude. It's the stuff he's been doing with Brian too. Yeah. Uh, which is a shame because there's no payoff. Yeah. I, did, I, I think I, over the summer, whenever I watched an interview with the two of them, mm-hmm. oh, God. 
Wasn't it a shoot? Uh, it, it, it was a work shoot, dude. There's, yeah. there's some shooty elements to that. Yeah, there certainly were. That's uh, not bad. I wonder if Brian walking off was, was what he was supposed to do. It doesn't seem like it. Because he was just like, no, yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. Like, I thought I could, I can't. I'm done. Yeah. So, anyway, you know, Corbin's waiting for him to come in. And then they had Ambrose sneaking behind, roll him up. And Corbin was the first one out. Which is fine. You protect him a bit. But it, you, you got to get him out of the match. He's yeah. not going to win it. Mm-hmm. Having him go first kind of sucks, but he didn't go out as badly as the Miz. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, the other thing was after Ambrose pinned him, he refused to leave, beat the ever loving hell out of Ambrose, and it was funny because Miz still wouldn't get out of his pot. He's watching the whole thing like I don't want to do it, and then you know, end of days on Ambrose, and he just destroys him. And finally, they walk him out, and Miz is going, "Oh wait, really?" What, what? And runs over, scurries over, and pins Ambrose. And he's like, yes! I'm a man. And he jumps on Cena and starts beating the hell out of him. Cena hits him with an A and pins him. He's gone. Took one bump. <laughs> took one bump. Took one move. And he was out. Um, God. And yeah, and then they did the world title rematch, and you were worried. And not only that, but they, 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 they really made Bray look strong in that SmackDown match. Because it was Bray versus Cena and Styles to begin with. Easy way to make him look strong. Have him win that. But they had Luke Harper jump him before the match. Really? Yeah. So even build him up even a little bit more. Yeah. That's like good. they had him working from underneath because yeah. he'd taken the Harper beating and right. still came out. And good for Bray. You got to make him real strong, though, because he's headline of WrestleMania. I mean, yes, too. I don't know. And that's something we'll have to discuss next week when we know. Yeah, that's true. Nah, two weeks, yeah. Yeah, two weeks. March the 2nd. Top of that, we'll be doing our NFL draft special. It'll be a longer than normal segment for football. Uh, no, that's gonna be the weekend of the combine. Next okay. Weekend, or the whatever it is. Um, the draft one's gonna come probably later in later in March. Yeah, yeah. Well, April, probably April. Okay, okay. Uh, but next week we could do if you'd like free. Tom, I like it's what they'd like. All right. Well, we could even hold the show off an extra week and then do the free agency show while free free agency is beginning. Yeah, nah, I don't know about that. Well, I don't want to keep people from the show longer than they have to be. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We've uh, we'll be talking more Flyers woes because there'll be more. Yep. Much, much more. Especially with injured now. That's <laughs> a damn shame. Yeah, man. Poor kid, six weeks. And uh, we'll have fast lane results to go over. We'll have UFC tournament results to go over. Yep. Until then, though, my name is Jim Drumheller. I'm Jim Bruno. Hit us up. Feel free. Facebook, we're at the gloves are off. Twitter, where the gloves are off PC, and you can even email us at thegloveseareoff at gmail.com. Till then, uh, you know, enjoy yourselves, be safe, have a good time, and we will see you next show. That's a great play by the cornerback. Game is over, but the Mysticuffs apparently aren't.